what is up and welcome to All in All Fins, the fans perspective podcast. I am your host Nick Imperato and I am officially stressed out about the draft and we need to talk about it and this will be the final time you hear from me until we know who the Dolphins pick and the first round is whether it's one of them or two of them or three of them or four of them or five of them we'll find out tomorrow in about 24 hours. And like I said, I'm going absolutely insane, like I'm sure many of you are right now. Uh, If you get on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any kind of social media, any kind of sports website, any sports TV, you are going to see a million opinions, a million people talking about stuff that they have no clue about because their name isn't Chris Greer or Stephen Ross, if he even knows, or Brian Flores, or... Anybody else in the Dolphins organization? There's probably about five people that know what the Dolphins are going to do. And they might not even know what they're going to do because they're not sure if the team is going to accept a trade or not. So I'm going to do one final full round one mock draft today. I'll give you my final prediction. Um, But that's how I'll end the show. Um, Right now I just want to talk about the three quarterbacks. Tua, Herbert, Love. Because you can write it in stone, Joe Burrow, number one, to the Bengals. Zach Taylor already confirmed that. Tua, he is the most exciting pick. And let me clear something up right now. You've heard me say, pick Herbert. I would pick Herbert. Um, And that's the conservative side of me when it comes to just kind of being scared of the injury history. With Tua, because it's not about if he's recovered from the hip, because either way, he's not going to play this year. I'd be surprised if he plays any more than one game this year, barring injuries. It's about the fact that he's always injured, but his ceiling is high. He is the most exciting pick that the Dolphins could get. And if they pick Tua, I'm going to be very excited. Justin Herbert is the safest pick because he's huge. He's got wheels. He's pro-style quarterback. He's got all the things that you can't teach because he just inherited them. Um, he's got a can of, cannon of an arm. He's fairly accurate. The only thing he's list, missing that Tua has is pocket presence, a little bit of accuracy, but it's close, and just that, like, you know, face of the franchise type guy. I just don't know if he has that in him. Jordan Love, he's the rawest of the three, but he's got maybe this. He's he's right up there with the, the upside. I have a hard time kind of picking who I think has the highest upside because Tua is probably the best quarterback. Herbert's got the best traits, and Love has kind of those off-script type Patrick Mahomes type plays where it could be pretty exciting. So I just, I honestly am at a loss of words. I just was reading a tweet before I got on here and I read the whole thing and it said the Miami gave up 18, 26, and 39 for number three overall. So that would mean they would have number three and number five. And that, that's tough for me because there's just so many holes. So say you do that and you get Andrew Thomas at three, 
or two out of three. And then you get, so let's just, whatever order you want to put it in, they get a tackle and a quarterback at three and five. And then you sit there all the way till 56. And if you think about it, you have a huge hole between 70 and 141. So does that mean that they're going to sell house for 2021 and get back into the draft? I don't know. I think it would be smart to try to do, you know, 18 and next year, a second next year, if possible, for team rebuilding to get back up into the top 10 and get another. So get your quarterback at five, you know, and get a lineman in the top 12. Um, I'm, again, you hear me, I'm just at a loss of words at this point. Everybody's just tired of this and who knows what's going to happen because there's just endless amounts of information out there. Um, I don't see how you don't come out of this draft with a quarterback, a tier one lineman, a tier two lineman, a tier one interior lineman, a running back, and a safety. If you get those, if you get a right and a left tackle, you get at least one person on the interior, although I'd like to see two. So four linemen, you get a running back, and you get a safety. Did I mention quarterback? That I'm good with it. So that's only seven draft picks out of the 14. So finagle however you want. I don't care. Give me my franchise quarterback. Give me a left tackle or right tackle. So if you get to a good Jedrick Wills, give me a left tackle if you get Jedrick Wills or a right tackle. Give me Cesar Ruiz and Jonah Jackson from Ohio State. Give me DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And give me Grant Delpit or Antoine Winfield Jr. And I'll be happy. Anything else is just consolation at that point. Um, That's what I need from this draft. Um, And, you know, that's kind of what I'll just be watching out for at this point. But, I mean, I've seen people say that they doubt they're going to go any way except for Tua. I've seen people say that they can't even imagine them picking Tua, and if they do pick Tua, it's going to be a surprise. I've seen people say they're going to trade for Joe Tooney. I've seen people say we're going to trade up and draft a O-lineman at three and not have a five and then have to move back up to get Jordan Love, which, I mean, yeah, at this at this point, I, you know, I don't know. So let's um, let's look at a mock draft that I'm looking at real quick. Um, it's Charles Davis's mock draft, and he went two at five. Xavier McKinney at eighteen, which I hate, and Josh Jones at twenty six, which I don't mind. I'm good with that. But DeAndre Swift came off the board at 32. So Joe Burrow's locked in at one. Tua is probably going to come off the board next, whether it's to the Dolphins or the Chargers. And then if for some reason the Chargers jump Miami and they take Tua and Miami wanted Tua, 
Miami's either going to trade back from five and load up on more picks, or they're going to take Andrew. Or, yeah, I mean, maybe Makai back then. Maybe Tristan Wirfs if he's available. And, you know, you'll probably see him go after Jordan Love and then another quarterback later on. But I just don't see with all this capital why they don't just get their quarterback. You know what I mean? If they if it's Tua and the Lions call and say, look, we got an offer sheet from the Chargers. Because <clears throat> you don't want to get swindled here. Because, you know, you could see how, you know, the Lions call and say, oh, we got an offer from from the Chargers to move up to three. Well, you know, the proof's in the pudding, boss. So so they get an offer sheet, and they, you know, they see an offer sheet from the Chargers. They, at that point, they, that that's the move. You move up, you get to a, if that's your guy. So we're going to do one more final mock draft, the whole first round. And we're just going to kind of see how it shapes out for us and, you know, what we can kind of expect. You know, there's some stuff that, you know, everybody's talking about, so we'll see how, how it pans out. We got Joe Burrow at number one. We got Chase Young at number two. Um, I'm going to do one without trades, and then I'll do one with trades. And this is going to be how I would do it. This is not going to be what I expect. Um, we're going to go Isaiah Simmons at number, nope, we're going to go Jeff Okuda at three to the Lions, Isaiah Simmons to the Giants, Tua to the Dolphins, Herbert to the Chargers, Derek Brown to the Panthers, Jedrick Wills to the Cardinals. This is a big trade partner right here. Um, but we're going to go Kinlaw to the Jaguars. We're going to go Mackay back into Cleveland. This is where I'm going to see a run of wide receivers. We're going to go Henry Ruggs, number one, because I think that Adam Gase really would love his skill set and uh, make the wrong decision there. Um, Oakland at 12, C.D. Lamb. Another big trade partner that I could see happening is San Francisco at 13, but they're going to take Jerry Judy. Tampa Bay is going to take Tristan Wirfs. This is where it kind of gets interesting because does... Denver move back, or do they take a Justin Jefferson at 15, which I would do. So I'm going to take Justin Jefferson. Um, CJ Henderson to the Falcons. Kayvon Chase on to Dallas. Andrew Thomas to Miami at 18. AJ Terrell to Oakland at 19. Uh, for some reason, this picked Josh Jones for me at 
twenty to Jacksonville, which is all right. They need alignment, so it'll make it interesting. Um, another team that has to have a wide receiver in the first round is the Eagles, so they're going to go Denzel Mims. Another team that needs a wide receiver in the first round is going to go is the Vikings. They're going to go Brandon Ayuk. Um, the Patriots are up, and they're looking at – they need a quarterback. They need a wide receiver as well, edge defender. I liked Zach Bond here for the longest time, uh, but he just he did just have some issues with his um, – Drug tests. So I'm going to go Yatir Gross Mottos here. Here's going to be a little run of linebackers. We got Patrick Queen going to New Orleans. And then we got Kenneth Murray going to... Nope, I take that back. We're going to go Jeff Gladney here to at 25 to the Vikings. Miami's going to go Cesar Ruiz. Unless for some reason you see a trade here. Because at this point, I would either go Cesar Ruiz, DeAndre Swift, or Grant Delpit. So I'm actually just going to go DeAndre Swift. Even though I love Cesar Ruiz, but there's a possibility he'll be there at 39. Um, AJ Epinesa to Seattle at 27. 28, this is where the other linebacker is going to come off the board, and Kenneth Murray. 29, Tennessee, again, it depends on, you know, how the board falls, but you could see a couple things. They could go and get another right tackle, uh, another offensive tackle, honestly. Um, You could see them go Christian Fulton. Uh, maybe give another wide receiver, but I could see Zach Vaughn going here. Wide receiver to let's see who's available for wide receivers because we had a huge run of wide receivers in the first round. Jalen Rager to Green Bay. Um, We're back to the 49ers at 31, where I really think that they're going to go cornerback. So Jalen Johnson from Utah would be a nice pick there. And then and to end the draft, if, if these two safeties are available, they're going to go one of the two. We'll go Xavier McKinney for the for the Chiefs. And that will just round up my final mock draft. I got Burrow, Young, Okuda, Simmons, Tua, Justin Herbert, Derek Brown, Judrick Wills, Kayvon Chason, Kinlaw, Makai Becton, Henry Ruggs, C.D. Lamb, Jerry Judy, Tristan Wirfs, 
Justin Jefferson, C.J. Henderson, Caleb Von Chason, Andrew Thomas, A.J. Terrell, Josh Jones, Denzel Mims, Brandon Ayuk, Yatir Gross Matos, Patrick Queen, Jeff Gladney, DeAndre Swift, A.J. Epinesa, Kenneth Murray, Zach Bond, Jalen Rager, Jalen Johnson, and Xavier McKinney. With the Dolphins picking Tua, Andrew Jackson, and DeAndre Swift, I would have no complaints whatsoever if that was how the draft turns out. But chances are I got none of those picks right, and who knows what's going to happen. But you can probably hear it in my voice. I'm just overly stressed out because this is the biggest draft in Dolphins history. Bar none. And they got to get it right. So let's just say as long as they come out of here with their quarterback, two linemen, running back, safety, probably another D lineman, I'm happy. I'll be okay with it. But, you know, there's just so many options. They could move up and get three and five. They can move up and get five and ten. 26, 39, get rid of 56, get rid of something from next year. But my final statement is I'm good with all, with three quarterbacks as long as they're taken in the right spots. Don't move up for Justin Herbert. If you want to, uh, if you feel threatened that somebody's going to take Tua, move up to three and get Tua, but don't overspend because the Lions have no interest in staying at three. And as long as somebody's not driving the price up on you, you can get up there fairly cheap and just get who you need. Um, Tomorrow, I'm going to do a reaction draft. So with every pick, I'm going to hop right on and record my reaction right off the rip. So that way we know exactly how I'm feeling at the time. And I'm going to do that for all three days of the draft. So that will be my podcast for the next three days. We'll kind of break down some tape and just kind of, the only advice I can give is sit back and relax and enjoy. I'm going to have some beers tonight and try to relax and get some sleep tonight, hopefully. And I'm not going to watch NFL Network. I'm going to try to stay off Twitter as much as possible tomorrow. And I'm just going to try to wait and have the draft come to me. Um, I'll make sure you hop on the Dolphins Facebook page and get into the draft party that they're having. I'll probably have that going on my computer and then – or maybe on my phone, I'll have another one going on my computer and then one on my TV and we'll kind of just, hopefully nobody tips the picks and we can just let it happen. Um, as far as trades go, maybe Joe Tooney um, sleeper trade would be Xavier Howard, which I do not see happening, but that's probably the only player on the, on the team that I could see being traded for any kind of draft assets. And then... We'll have tomorrow, by the next time you hear from me, we'll have our franchise quarterback, hopefully. Franchise left tackle, hopefully. And we'll say franchise running back. And then we'll be going into day two, feeling a lot less stressed out. The stress just comes from how the dis- – I can't even imagine how Chris Greer feels. Like, the, the amount of options he has is endless, so – you know, good luck to him. And to all of you try to stay sane, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Fins up.